FBG Mania, a video game music podcast for November 27th, 2020 is presented by leveldowngames.com. You're listening to We Shop Channel from Super Smash Bros. Brawl, released March 9th, 2008, composed by Kazumi Totaka. to BG Mania, a twice-weekly video game music and discussion podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. I'm Brian, and if you're new around here, what we'd like to do on this show is challenge ourselves to never play the same track more than once, except for special occasion episodes. Each and every Wednesday, myself and a special guest will sit down and chat about a particular topic, theme, game, or composer while listening to some really excellent music. Then on Saturdays, we'll have another episode up for your weekend listening pleasure, but the good news is, on a normal week, Listening to both episodes should keep you under two hours. Obviously, this week, bit of a difference. We had an episode almost every single day. That's going to take longer than two hours. Do us a quick favor if you don't mind. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five-star rating into review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. Today on BG Mania, we've reached the end of our week-long celebration of the podcast and of video game music. Apologies for the slight hiccup on the upload schedule for this week. Anchor.fm experienced an outage for a better part of the day for us on the East Coast. Something to do with uh, Amazon's web services. But either way, it caused a day gap in between our uploads, which I am sorry for. However, we're here today on this kickoff to the shopping season in Black Friday with an episode themed around shop music, of course. Because how fitting, right? (laughs) Well, I may have failed four times now to get the Xbox Series X. Seriously, guys. I'm just trying to get it for coverage purposes on leveldowngames.com. I already have Game Pass on PC. I just want the Series X to provide some coverage. But that does not take away from the fact that millions of people are shopping online this holiday season thanks to COVID. So while shop music might not be something on your mind this year, we're here to change that. I've invited Kyle, host of the Media Files and fellow colleague here at Level Down Games, to sit in on the show with me this week and discuss just what makes shop music so damn good. But before we bring him in, I think you guys know the drill by now, but we're going to kick to our first block of three tracks on today's episode. You're listening to Mallow March from The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, released November 19th, 2006, composed by Toro Minigishi, Asuka Ota, and Koji Kondo.
You're listening to Buy Something, Will Ya? from Earthbound. Released June 5th, 1995. Composed by Kaichi Suzuki and Hirokazu Hip Tanaka. You're listening to Buy Mode Number 1 from The Sims, released February 4th, 2000, composed by Jerry Martin and Mark Russo. Right, and we are back in the studio, and I am joined. It's been a while. Kyle, you have not been here since August 20th. I went back and looked when we did that uh, early education episode straight 
from the Media Files, the host, every Friday, except for this Friday. It's Kyle. Good evening, Brian. Good evening, BG Maniacs. Yes, it's lovely having you back on. It's been way too long. I thought you'd have been back on before this, but we've had a lot of special guests and a lot of interest in our new format, and I haven't had to call on you since August 20th. (laughs) I know. I, I feel like I've been pushed to the back. Pushed to the the back back of the closet, only to be called forth on a very, very cold day, like an overgrown sweater. Is it cold out there? It's probably hot. I mean, it's a little chilly. It's actually like 30-some degrees outside right now. We were just outside with the dogs. It looks like it's trying to snow. Nice, brisk November night. That's a little chilly. Very nice. It's probably like in the high 50s here right now. Okay, a little chilly for Vegas, but not too bad. A little chilly for (laughs) Vegas. I wore a sweater. Yeah, but be a little put a sweater on. Uh, I'm excited that you're here today because obviously the day that this episode posts, first off, happy Thanksgiving because this episode is going up. happy Thanksgiving to you. Thursday morning. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening out there. But tomorrow is Black Friday. And this weekend obviously is a huge shopping experience for the holiday season. The kickoff of Christmas, as they always say. And to get in the mood for the holiday shopping season, I thought we would put up an episode today dedicated to shop music. Something that I've wanted to do for a while, just never knew when, and now, now's the time. Now's the time. I, you know what? This is a really good idea for an episode that I I don't think I ever would have thought of this on my own. Like, all right, Black Friday's coming up. We're going to put up shop music, which is, it, I don't know. It's not anything that I would have thought of, but it works really, really well. And it's it's so specific in terms of video game music, because anybody who's got a favorite video game or has, you know, played any number of video games can recall the shop music from their favorite game. Oh, yeah. Like, we're playing 14 what I consider pretty iconic tracks on the episode today. Some of them are more recent, like what we're going to hear in a little bit from Cuphead and Luigi's Mansion 3. Obviously, those haven't been out for too long, but a lot of other things that we're playing today have been ingrained in our memories and in our like ears for so long that these cl- these these tracks are iconic, man. And That's it. And, and in these, like in RPGs especially, you spend so much time in-game in a shop. Oh, yeah. Looking at oh, items, yeah. comparing your items to other things and selling things that you that you've picked up elsewhere. And the music plays just on a loop the entire time. And it's usually a pretty short tune that just loops over and over again. And the shopkeeper's like leaning over the counter or something looking at you or you're just, you know, a pixelated piece that stood up to that counter. But the music just like you said, it gets burned into your brain forever and ever and ever. It does, man. And I know there are some like games that, you know, they don't change the shop music from like the town theme. It'll just stay the same. So I kind of avoided those tracks. I specifically put in the episode today games and tracks that actually have their own unique shop channel or shop music or whatever. Right. And I know I kind of I started off the episode today with the Wii Shop channel music, but I used the Super Smash Brothers Brawl version because the Wii Shop channel isn't really like a game. So like, but I think honestly, the Wii Shop channel music is probably one of the most iconic shop pieces of music to exist in gaming. So I'm glad that it actually exists in Smash so we can still play it on the episode. (laughs) Well, and every time that they bring these songs into Smash Brothers, they usually remaster them or they reorchestrate them and make a really good version of them. That's one of the things that really gets looked over from the Smash Brothers games, I think, is just how good the soundtracks are. It's all of your favorite tunes just reorchestrated to be like... And all of your favorite composers they bring exactly. everybody in to work on smash man oh it's they bring so everybody good 
and that's why it's such a big a big deal in the Smash Brothers games that there is a a music section that you can go in and listen to the tracks individually because they're they're different from what you're used to, but they're the same tracks that call back to those franchises. Yeah, exactly. I actually uh, I, I need to go back and, and jump back into Ultimate some more. I haven't played it in the longest time. Like so many characters have released since I last touched it. And dude, it's it's like a totally different game. There's so many well, new things in there since I've jumped and there's in. there's so. more characters to come too, so. Exactly, so. Uh, before you joined me here, one of the tracks that we listened to that I have to mention that I think is, is another one of those tracks that was instantly on the forefront of my mind is by mode music number one from the original Sims. Oh I honestly gosh. think that that right there and, and I know Jessica loved it, too, when she heard it, because she kind of like was checking out the playlist earlier when she was in here. Her and I just did the uh, the piano cover episode that posted yesterday on the podcast feed. But she was checking out the playlist for the episode you and I are doing and was ecstatic to see the original Sims on the list. But it is a very incredible shop tune. Well, I think what makes it so iconic is that in The Sims and everybody played The Sims. Anybody who's anybody, when that game came out, was it was the hugest thing on the planet. And you are building either your dream house to house this, this your dream family, right, with your dream job. And that's what it feels like. It feels like this kind of like 1960s, almost kind of upbeat little tune of going through a neighborhood and seeing picket fences and mailboxes. <laughs> but this upbeat tune right, was really though. the backdrop of me making terrifying mazes full of like appliances that explode and, and leading into death traps for my Sims. And so this this really happy tune actually for me is is just nightmarish. And I think that's the kind of mentality we have to look at with almost every single piece of shop music that we're playing on the episode today, but really just in general, most shop themes in gaming, they do portray this kind of like happy, overall peaceful vibe. And it, I guess it, they're trying to make you probably want to spend more time in the shop and spend your money in game. And that's it. They want you to buy things. Yeah, they want you to buy things. They want you to spend your your hard earned money there, just like uh, Blizzard and the real money auction house. They want you to spend your real dollars. Oh, my God. In, in the real money auction house. <laughs> So, you know, I lived in Japan for a few years. Yeah. And shop music. And I think that this is why it's such a big deal in video games. Shop music is a real thing in Japan. And every store has their own jingle or theme song or or tune that they play both in their commercials and while you're in the store. Now, some more modern stores, like if you go into a clothing store, they'll play upbeat like kind of trendy pop music yeah, like you would like in what we American have here in the States. States. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But if you go into a grocery store or an electronic store or a drug store, they have their own music. And so it's this when we see it in video games, that's really what it is is an emulation of what's happening where the developers made the games. It's funny that you say that here in a little bit, uh, not in this next block, but the one that comes after, we're going to play a track from Persona 5. And that's like the music that is in the, the air shop or the airsoft gun place where you go and buy all your equipment and armor and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. But in Persona 4, the main character, like they always go to this store called Juness and his like in-game sister is obsessed with their jingle. It's like, every day's great at your Juness. And just like hearing you talk about 
about how Japanese stores and that kind of stuff have their own like jingles and sound. It just kind of reminds me. We're not playing music from Persona Four today, but it reminds me of that. So you're that's well, funny that's, that you mentioned that. That's the that. entire point of the jingle is to get caught in your head. Right. It's to get stuck in your head because then you think about it. And the more that song is stuck in your head, the more likely you are to go back to that store eventually so that you can hear it again. Even subconsciously, there was a grocery store that we used to go to called Dio. And the song was so catchy. I'm I'm singing the song in my head right now. That Dio? No, 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 no. Not a holy diver. Okay. (laughs) But uh, but it was it was so catchy. I'm singing it in my head. I can hear it to this day. And we would go there every, every, gosh, it must have been Monday night, I think. We would go and we would get all of our groceries and then they would sell takoyaki, six for a dollar. And we'd get, you know, like a couple dozen takoyaki, me and my buddy. And that's what we would eat for the day. But we would sing that song the entire time we were in the store. The poor employees, that's what they had to listen to, like their entire 10 hour shift or whatever. Jessica really so badly wants to move to Japan. It's so crazy, like the culture, like the cultural differences. It's a trip. I can just imagine you walking into a store singing a jingle and singing a song like it's exactly what it's like. You wouldn't do we that. Would, sometimes we would choose the convenience store that we went to based on the jingle. Like if there were two convenience stores like across the street from each other, there was Family Mart and 7-Eleven. Like, hmm, Albertsons or Smith's. Which one yeah. has the better? Jingle? No, I'm like, I'm not going to 7-Eleven. <laughs> I like Family Mart's jingle. Let's go. Dude, so we uh, we've been watching. I don't know. I, I should have like 4K Japan or whatever. It's one of these guys that walks around with a camera on around him, and he just pretty much puts up 4K walking videos of him walking around Japan. Family Mart is everywhere. Family oh, yeah. Mart is everywhere. <laughs> Dude, Family Mart was the best. We would get corn dogs at Family Mart, but they weren't called corn dogs. They were called American dogs. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of listeners over in Japan that listen to BG Mania. So then Japan they're going to know what I'm talking about. They're going to be like, wow, this, this white dude oh, knows exactly that's what I mean. yeah, no, how it is. We have a lot of listeners over in Japan. So, yeah, for those that didn't know, Kyle lived in Japan for a few years back in the day. Yeah, it was great. And it was a lot of fun. I loved it. I'd go back in a heartbeat, yeah. man. Yeah. One day, Jessica and I probably are going to want to get out there for a bit. Uh, I'll have to take Lindsay out there one day. Spend some time out there. That'd be fun to do. That'd be fun to do. Definitely. Maybe we'll try to. There's probably no way we could do it at the same time. That'd be do fun. Do it at the same time, man. I'll be <laughs> little, the guide. Little, 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 little LDG trip. Well, that's why I would feel more safe there that way, because like you actually can speak the language and can read the signs, whereas I would just be walking around. No clue what to do. <laughs> My Japanese is not nearly as good as it used to be, but I can I can still get by. You can you can get us in and out of the country. That's all that matters. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Uh, Let's kick to our next block of music here. We've got two tracks in this next one coming up that I know for a fact you're going to have some things to say about. Two games that you really love. And then uh, we got a JRPG track sandwiched in the middle. So we'll kick to these and then you and I will be back right after this. You're listening to Pork Rind Shop from Cuphead. Released September 29th, 2017, composed by Christopher Madigan.
Hello everybody, it's Kyle from The Media Files. And if you don't know what The Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. You're listening to Shop from Ease 3, Wanderer from Ease. Released January 1992, composed by Michiharu Hasuya, Osami Kasai, and Masaki Harada. You're listening to EGAD Shopping Network from Luigi's Mansion 3. Released October 31st, 2019. Composed by Chad York and Darren Ratke.
So, Kyle, back when you used to stream, Cuphead was the game that I think brought you a lot of eyes when it first came out. And it was so much fun watching you do that from start to finish on stream. <laughs> okay. Not only did it bring me eyes, it brought me like popular eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, like we had big... the, who was it? It was the, uh, it his was name is Sublime. Sublime. That's what it was. He's yeah. not just a speedrunner, Brian. He's the no, world he's record number holder. One. I know. Number for, one. For Cuphead speedrunning. He also now holds the world record. I think he's the only person to do it. A 100% run. No power-ups. No hits. Have you talked to him recently? I go to his... Yeah, I talk to him all the time. I go to his stream. I watch him. Are you still, are you still a regular in his chat and stuff? Oh, yeah. I love... I, he still plays Cuphead all the time. He actually just about a week ago did a 200% run no hits dang yeah so he played the game twice in a row non-stop without getting hit no power-ups that's pretty impressive i mean I, I can't psychotic uh, but I he's can't the only person imagine in the world that's myself ever, done it. ever doing that yeah i can't see myself ever doing that <laughs> but it's a great game and the music i think that the we did an the entire soundtrack it. like it's so good the soundtrack of cuphead is just completely unbelievable that that like old-fashioned jazz is so good and that song that that we played too, pork rind shop is just a great song it's it's a, it sets a good tone for the rest of the game absolutely and that's what i love about cuphead soundtrack you mentioned it the uh like the the swing jazz the whole feel to it that the entire soundtrack has it, it's a joy to listen to we've we've like i said did an entire episode played like 20 plus tracks from cuphead on an episode once uh absolutely fell in love with that soundtrack and i'm looking for aren't they doing they're doing something additional with that game There's soon. There's a DLC that's supposed to be coming, I do believe. I think that's next year, if I'm not mistaken. So I think so. We're going to get some more Cuphead soon, which will be exciting. Uh, and then we also played in that block there a track from Luigi's Mansion 3, which just came out last year around the Halloween time. And you put up a review for that over at LebanonGames.com when it came out. I know you fell in love with that one, too. I did. I loved it. The track that you played is from when you actually go into Egad's thing and you kind of shop yeah, around the little the like shopping that he has. network. Exactly. It's not a it's not a place that you spend a lot of time in game in. No, this isn't a track that you hear that often in the game. Exactly. And so listening to that track again was not new. Like I kind of remembered it, but it wasn't a track that I could easily pull off the top of my head. Right. Yeah, I know when I actually was because I was looking through like. I put this entire playlist together with you in mind for a lot of these tracks because I knew we were trying to squeeze this recording in. It's, you know, it's a busy week. It's a holiday week here in the States. I know you've got a lot of things going on. That's why you guys aren't putting an episode up for the media files this Friday. So I knew you weren't going to really have a chance to like dive too deep into the playlist and kind of like put your own touch and spin on it. So I tried to already do that in advance. And I, and I definitely felt like I could do that with Cuphead and with Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, um, I mean, and we talk so many games, you know which games I'm playing oh, yeah. and not playing. In, on exactly. any given week and which ones i know you've played and have a uh, have a deep love for Any, anything right. zelda i know you can talk about and you know the next block we got a track from pokemon which is totally your jam you just put all of your pokemon cards on our discord server <laughs> i want to say when you told me just that the this was day. the theme when you told me this was the theme yeah. of the episode that we would be doing the song that comes to mind immediately is the dun 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 which is going to be coming up in the next block from the Pokemon Center, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow. I'm glad that I actually included that then because it is, you know, even, even for me, someone that really didn't get into Pokemon until somewhat recently with like the more recent entries and like the spinoffs, I was never huge into Pokemon back in the day. But even I 
am nostalgic for the Pokemon Center too, just from, you know, all the times that I've seen people playing the games and heard that track throughout the years, man. It's yeah, we're gonna kick to it here in a few minutes, but it's just it's so good. One thing that you that you didn't add in and you had in the uh the Malo Mart or the Malo Mart from Twilight Princess earlier, in the yeah, first block. Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a really good one, but I feel like the shop music from the Legend of Zelda series to it, that's the other one that really immediately comes to mind when I think yep. of Ocarina of Time for me, but we oh, already played that the, track before dun, on the show. Dun, 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 yep. It immediately comes to mind, but not only that one <laughs> from Wind Waker when you get onto Oof. Beatles Boat. Yep, Beatles Boat's music. I, I dude, I knew it, but we've already played that one too. <laughs> I know, I know you have, but it's it's a it's kind of like a marimba e. Yeah, it it sounds very similar to the Ocarina of Time shop music, but it's marimba e and a little bit lighter on the instrumentation, and it's it's burned into my brain, totally burned into my brain. And every time you buy something, and he goes, "Thank you," which. I do believe was either the donation or the follow on my on my on my Twitch stream was Beatles saying thank you. You're right. That's funny. <laughs> I would, you know, and Lindsay, my wife, she's a big fan of the Legend of Zelda series as well. She plays all the games when they come out and she plays them much more thoroughly than I do. I always beat them and, and spend some time with the side quests. She 100 percents them every time. And I can hear like me late at night doing something and hear her downstairs playing it and hearing Beetle over and over again, just going, <laughs> thank you, as she buys every item in his shop so that she can get 100%. <laughs> Makes me think, I don't think Breath of the Wild had unique shop music Ooh. because because Breath of the Wild soundtrack was very different from the rest of The Legend of Zelda to it where was it very, wasn't it like... It was kind of minimalistic in yeah, a lot of ways. Yeah, it was more ambient. It, it was definitely right. more in the background. I don't know that... I'd have to look that up. I don't know that they had their own individual shop music because I can't think of it if they well, did. Well, I'm trying like, to... And you I don't usually spend a lot know of time in the You don't spend a lot of time in the shops in Breath of the Wild. Right, because, there's only a couple. Right, a, a lot of the items you like pick up off the, the ground. In the huts already, like the shopkeepers are just like... I think well, right. It's Beetle, right? He's just kind of like chilling in the hut or whatever. And he's, he's just got his little store set up there. So I don't think they have their own unique music. Um, I did want to quickly talk about the shop music from E's Three Wonders from E's that we played there in the middle of the Cuphead and Luigi's Mansion 3 track. Because track I, last I was unfamiliar week, with. So good too, man. Nihon Falcom. Last week, Bedroth and I chatted about uh, E's Origin right here on the show. So if you missed that episode, go check that out. But we talked about just, you know, how incredible the Nihon Falcom JDK sound team always is when they're composing their games. And I think the shop music from E's 3, it just, it, dude, it, it's so catchy. And it, it makes me nostalgic for Ease. Like, I'm really, really looking forward to Ease 9 coming out in February. Uh, Ease 8 was incredible. And I know, dude, I know Sean's going to buy Ease 9. He tried to give it the soundtrack of the year last year when it came out in Japan. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> that and Tropical, was it Tropical 5 or Tropical 6 or whatever? Six. He loved that one, yeah. too. Yeah, Tropical 6 guy. is also his But jam. he genuinely does love those soundtracks. Oh, no, he just put in the Discord the other day that he was listening he to the Tropical, Tropical soundtrack. Song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I love Sean. Definitely comes up with the most random of stuff, but it's always good. He does. Um, but you did mention Pokemon, and I do want to kick to that block of music, so let's kick to our next three tracks, and then you and I will be back to uh, chat about those and what's coming up after, because you are going to be departing here soon, and then we'll be back after that.
You're listening to Pokemon Center from Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, released September 28th, 1998, composed by Junichi Masuda. Listening to Layer Cake from Persona 5, released April 4th, 2017, composed by Shoji Magaro.
You're listening to Shop from Langrisser 2, released August 26, 1994, composed by Noriyuki Awadare. Pokemon. Tell me about Pokemon, Kyle, because I know you are a fan. Oh, man, you know I'm a big Pokemon fan. Pokemon Blue is a game is that, that I still had, or did you have... I had Blue. Okay, so you did have Blue. Okay. I still have Blue. In fact, I still have the box that Blue came in. It's the, the actual Isn't that game up in your, like, in your, like, little area there? It's, yeah, it's in my I loft, so. yeah. Yeah. Hanging up. Got it there. It's got the manual in it, everything. Miss game manuals, man. Me too. There aren't that many games that come with manuals anymore. And I mean, I think it was just, uh, man, I don't remember which one. It might have been Rune Factory 4, the special edition that came out on the Switch. Because uh, Jessica, even though we got a key, she ordered a physical copy to have it as like a collector's thing. And there's actually a manual there. Like, I was actually oh, really awesome. surprised to see it. Yeah, I was really surprised to see that. It's, I just... Especially around this time of year, this is the time of year that new Pokemon games typically release. And so every We're time not getting anything this year, all we got was the DLC for we Sword got the and DLC. Shield. Right. Which did you play? Because I haven't played I've not, it yet. I've not picked it up. And yeah, me neither. I, I, and I should. I should. Because I, I've been craving new Pokemon. I've been craving something to play because Pokemon releases this time of year. And every time in Vegas, right around the beginning of November, it starts to get kind of breezy. There's that really like stark chill in the air. And I feel Pokemon. I just feel it in my bones. I feel it in my blood. And that's what I want to do every time I feel that weather. And so I really should pick up that DLC because it's something that I, I want to dive into. I need to get back to Pokemon. I have not finished uh, Sword and I, I really do want to finish You have that not game. finished a Pokemon game. That is correct. I also did not finish Let's Go uh, Eevee, which are the only two Pokemon games I've ever put some time into. Which is a shame. Of, that's, I mean, outside of Mystery Dungeon. Very good. <laughs> They're both which very, I, very which good. Which I never even finished Mystery Dungeon. So, yeah, I've never finished a Pokemon game, which is kind of sad to say. Unless you count Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness from the GameCube. I did finish that one, that RPG. Oh, I never played that. But no, I don't count yeah, it. Just, good, just, good, just for good argument RPG. and sake, and definitely I finished, not. And I finished Pokemon Snap. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I have Pokemon Snap. Oh, dude, how excited are you for the next Pokemon Snap game? Yeah, that's coming out, I think, next year as well. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do. I'm hoping they do some cool things on the Switch with Snap because they really, really could. If you want to feel something that's a lot like Pokemon Snap, and I mentioned this in my review on leveldowngames.com, Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks has a very Pokemon Snap 
type feel to it because just like in Pokemon Snap, you had to like interact with the environment in a certain way to get the Pokemon to do certain things so that you could get pictures of them. It's very similar where you have to use items and tools to get the bug snacks to act a certain way so that you can capture them. It felt I've still not played it. I've still not jumped into it. Oh, man, you got no reason not to. It's a it's a good game. It's weird. It's strange, but I liked it. I have it installed. I, I have every intent of playing it and finishing it. I know you said it takes about eight hours to get through, so it's not that long. Yeah, Actually, more or less. Dan, for the first half of his stream tonight over at twitch.tv forward slash craze 11, K-R-A-I-Z-D-1-1, quick plug, quick shout out. Uh, he was playing Bug Snacks for the first half before he jumped into Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and it does look charming. I, like I said, I didn't play like it. it. I, I think he thought it was kind of boring. I think maybe, he, I don't, but he didn't seem as focused as he should have been. He spent 15 minutes trying to get one of the, uh, trying to get a, a frider to come out of a bush before realizing it was a, like a, a skitter bug or something. And and then just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there right is the some frustration the there in trying right to, the trying the to figure out what yeah. to do. Yeah. So he switched to something a little bit more exciting for the stream. Um, but yeah, you're right. Bug Snacks definitely has that overall feel to it it does hey i've got a i've got a story about shop music since we're talking this whole episode shop music when i was in undergrad in college i was probably gosh maybe 19 20 21 years old i worked at a smoothie shop in henderson and over by the mall there was this little smoothie shop i was the manager and so i worked ah, 30 35 hours a week but we had serious satellite radio okay and so I would, whoever was working got to choose the station, but we always tried to keep it kind of customer friendly. It wasn't like death metal or anything like that when it, you know, people coming in and <laughs> screaming and like, like it wasn't anything. So I, I always played either the 80s station or there was like an acoustic rock station. Okay. And the, sh the shop was always really slow because it just wasn't in a great spot, but I would always ask customers when they came in if they could name the artist of a song. And if they named the artist of the song, I'd give them 10% off their smoothie. That's awesome. Yeah. But unless it was like a really easy one, like if it was like an Elton John song that everybody knew, like Rocket Man is on there. I'm not going to ask him there. But I mean, you love music as much as I do. And, and I got I've got, you know, a deep catalog of music and artists in my head. And so some obscure 80s song would come on and be like, all right, name the artist. You get 10 percent off. And they I mean, people would really give it a shot. They'd be like, man, I know this song. What is it? What is it? I mean, it's a good way to also like just connect with the customer as well. Oh, absolutely. But it was a, it was it was a neat way too for for that music to be kind of a part of the shop, right. you know. And and the the regular customers that came in, sometimes they would come in and it would be you know a really easy song, and they'd say, "All right, I'll name the artist. Give me ten percent." And I'd be like, "Nope, nope, <laughs> the offer's not valid now," you know. And uh, it was just again, it was easy. a game that I played with the customers. They loved it. Yeah, my uh, my buddy Tim and I, when I was working at the GameStop over on Rainbow and Charleston out there in Vegas, uh, we used to similar thing, but we didn't have Sirius XM. We used to just bring our own CDs and we would hook up like a console to the TV and we would literally just play music over the speakers that way. We used to listen to like a day to remember AFI, some some things that probably shouldn't have been played in an actual GameStop. But we never sure. got in trouble because nobody well, ever really like caught us and nobody ever complained. I mean, like, that when, type of when music the higher ups music... were there, we weren't doing it. 
Right, of, well, of course. But that type of music is music that gamers kind of like, too. I know. And so you probably weren't offending anybody by having AFI on the radio. There were a couple parents every now and then that didn't kind of, because we also used to play ones that, like, were unedited and like, didn't actually, like, censor what is, out those. What is this heathen music? <laughs> Connor, is this the music you listen to? This is what you're listening Mom, to when I you're swear, playing I swear, I know. I've been listening to. to the Christian rock station. Connor, grab your bags. We'll buy you no more video games. To the car! <laughs> I never... Oh, man. Okay, so since this is going up on Thanksgiving Day, and it is the kickoff, as I said, to the holiday shopping season, are you are you bitten anything this weekend? I know we talked about it a little bit this past week on the uh, Level Down Games podcast, but are you picking anything up this weekend for these deep sales? You know, there's a couple of gifts that I'm actually looking for. I'm, you know, some family. I'm trying to get somebody a uh, a digital picture frame that I can upload pictures to and send to them. You know, that would be cool. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know that I'm looking for anything myself this year. I know we talked about it a little bit, but I have been actively seeking a 2K monitor and I've been actually watching like as sales pop up and keeping a tab on Amazon and all these other. I'm just waiting to see the one that I want to pick up and then I think I'm going to order it uh, because it is the only missing piece after we upgraded the uh, the PC and got the new one from iBuyPower. That is literally the last component that needs upgraded because both of my monitors that I have now, while they're still great and I still plan on using them after we get a new monitor, neither one of them are 2K. both you know what i i uh i lied i'm gonna be looking for a good sale on uh like some bluetooth headphones like some uh, some earbuds or whatever you know like the not the apple ones but something cheaper than that something that might go down on sale i was walking into work the other day and one of my co-workers goes man you need some you need some what are they called they're called earbuds right no that's a movie earbuds the dog movie airpods 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 that's it (laughs) He goes, he goes, you need some AirPods. And I said, no, these are fine. I said, I don't mind the wire. And he goes, okay, boomer. As I walked by and I was like, oh man, time to get That actually, uh, that reminds me of the episode that you and I just did a few weeks ago on your podcast, The Media Files, the holiday shopping guide or holiday gift guide 2020. We talked about a a pair of AirPods-like headphones that uh, aren't going to break the bank as much. Speaking of which, we'll be doing another uh, uh, holiday-themed Our Favorite Things episode coming up pretty soon. That'll be good. Sometime in December, right? Yeah, just a couple weeks. Yeah, I don't even know who's going to be on that one, so I'm, I'm excited to, to hear that one. But besides the monitor, I have been kind of like watching the sales on games. Sean has been going absolutely crazy this week, this year on Black Friday. Like all yeah, these sales. got a Christmas bonus or something, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think like he bought this PS5 and now he realized like this world of gaming that he's been missing and how great it is. So I, I think he doesn't he no longer is using the excuse of, you know, he's got to retile his bathroom. <laughs> or, yeah, building a whole new house every other weekend. <laughs> he's bought in like 10 games over the last week. And I'm, I'm glad, man. I'm glad to see him embracing something and having fun. Absolutely. Um, but I have been watching. So I almost picked up Gran Turismo Sport the other day because I saw I think it was Best Buy had it for 10 bucks. And I was like, hmm, I can justify 10 bucks, but I didn't end up buying it for sure. Um, but it's just because Gran Turismo 7 is coming so soon next year. And I don't really need to get something else with, you know, having Dirt 5. That's plenty to hold me over. And I don't even like racing games that much anyway. I was, I just about was to gonna say, buy yeah, buy how it. many racing That's... games do we need? <laughs> 
Well, that's just my, like I said, I, I have a, an issue. I just, I buy, and I know you do too. You and I buy way more games than most people ever do. Uh, yeah. We spend so much money on games, but that's our job. We cover them for LoveitOutGames.com. It's a problem. Uh, but we buy some, we buy some pretty crappy stuff from time to time. Every now and then. <laughs> you know what? You get a, you get a bummer in there. You get a stinker, but the majority are good. I can have fun with just about anything, to be honest. In celebration of the holiday, of the shopping season kicking off, and of this episode, and of the conclusion of this celebratory week for BG Mania. Reach out to us, jump on our Discord server, write in bgmania.com. Let us know what you're looking at to get for Black Friday this year, and uh, maybe like what your favorite shop music is and all that kind of stuff. We definitely want to keep connecting with you guys, and I think that would be a lot of fun. But Kyle, speaking of a lot of fun, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad you were able to sit down for a little bit and, and do this with me. This was fun. Anytime, man. I love being on BG Mania. This is just the funnest podcast to be on. Yeah, so we'll get you back here soon. But for now, I guess I'll let you uh, get ready for the holidays because uh, it's it's about here, man. It's about here. And I know you've got a busy weekend, I'm sure, lined up. Sure do. Or, but, or is uh, it empty? Or are you just playing games all weekend? Because that's what I'm doing. You know, it's a it's a little bit of quarantining and staying safe. Our state's on uh, a brand new set of ru- lockdown rules. Yeah, but uh, we can't leave the house know. past ten o'clock here in Ohio. I, man, I got I got plenty. You of turn games into to play, stone. So I'm not going to complain. After ten, and when, or just me, I just get stoned. I'm gonna turn into stone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I got I got so many games to play right now. Fine, keep me in my house. It's a good excuse. Exactly. Lock the door, throw away the key. We don't need to ever leave. Exactly. <laughs> we'll just listen to this beautiful shop music all the time and be happy because that's what pretend the pretend we're is. shopping. Just happy. Pretend we're shopping. Exactly. All right, Kyle, where can people find you if they're interested in hearing more from you? You can find me at Instagram or Twitter at Brewstoff. That's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H. Or in the Level Down Games Discord, join the Discord. Come talk to us. I also just made a TikTok account for the Media Files. It's the the Media Files. Game staff member to join a TikTok revolution. I'm learning about it. It is a, I, dude, this is when I feel like a boomer is when I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I don't even have TikTok installed on my phone, dude. I'm going to have to install it because you're using it now. Yeah, well, I just installed it, and then I made an account, but it's the Media Files with an underscore, the underscore Media Files, and uploaded the, the media TikTok. Files already got taken? some views. Was the Media Files no space already taken? Because that's uh, unfortunate. Well, damn it, I didn't try that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, damn it, it, Brian. Not that it matters. I didn't even I just... think of it. <laughs> I tried to do a space in it, and they were like, you can't do a space. And I was like, well, I guess it's an underscore. Like if I make like when I do a TikTok, it's just going to be level down games all one word. <laughs> yeah, well that makes sense because you're not a stupid person like I am. Not a stupidly stupid dumb. There's no way there's a. I did. I now I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. It's gonna ruin my night. Well, no, you don't have to. Just make it so that way no one else can take it, and then just use your the one that you want to use. You know what? If I ever get big enough that somebody's impersonating the media files, I got a good problem <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was an absolute pleasure having you on here. Make sure you check out the media files. Make sure you listen to more Kyle. And we are going to listen to our next block of music here. And then I will be back to close the show out right after that. Wait, Brian. What? It's now changed. Oh, wait. No, it won't let me change. Never mind. Cut that out. Okay. You can change your username (laughs) once every 30 days. Oh, wait. No, no, no. It is changed. Okay. The media files, no space. The media files, no space. Yeah, I did it. Okay, boy. This is hard stuff. Oh, man. You're listening to Mushroom Shop from Mario Party, released February 8th, 1999. 
composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Hey everybody, it's Jessica here, and I decided to do my own podcast called Romance Me Up. That's where every other week I like to discuss with you guys casually different romantic visual novels and help you guys get romanced up on a bi-weekly basis. If you guys like to talk about romance visual novels or even just to like to listen to romantic visual novel music or just visual novel music in general, please feel free to join me again every other week. I will see you guys then and until then, keep the romance alive. You're listening to Shop from Fantasy Star 3, Generations of Doom, released July 1991, composed by Azuho Namuta.
You're listening to Rigoto Shop from Rockman and Forte on the SNES, released April 24th, 1998, composed by Akari Kaida and Naoshi Mizuda. That is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash games and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up twitch.tv forward slash games and click that follow button. Stocking us on social media is probably acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And of course, in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Taking us out of the episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Kecleon Shop from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX, released March 6, 2020, composed by Kaisuke Ito. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. <laughs> 